Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where our goal is helping others delight in Christ for the sake of becoming more like Christ with the hope of multiplying disciples of Christ. Well, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of the Abide Podcast. Today, I have two of my favorite people on the planet here with me. I have Maddie Luster and Paige Limberger. They are some students in our ministry. Guys, thanks so much for being here. We're super happy to be here, Laura. Thanks for having us. We're having the best time already. Good. I'm glad. Um, Well, guys, why don't you introduce yourselves? Um, Okay. My name is Maddie Luster. Um, I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'm getting my degree in maritime studies, emphasis in political science. And I have two cats. That's important to know. I would say that's up there. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, My name is Paige Limberger. I'm from a super tiny town in East Texas called Grand Saline. Um, I'm a senior at TAMUG, and um, I'm getting my degree in marine biology. Wow. These two girls have been student leaders for almost a year with us now. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> really cute. Also, they're best friends, so yes. you'll you'll probably so hear true. them finish each other's sentences <laughs> and you know say the exact no. same thing at the same cute time. Like <laughs> Thank goodness it's not video taped. <laughs> Y'all know what's coming. I hope you're prepared. Period. Yes, ma'am. What is your favorite smell? My favorite smell right. in the whole entire world. I already know. Is <laughs> the smell of fresh cut grass. Wow. Okay. Waking up on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Dad's got the windows oh. open. He's cutting mm. the grass. Oh. Way to go, Dad. Way to go, Dad. <laughs> it is literally just so refreshing. So anytime I'm somewhere and someone's cutting grass and I smell that mm. smell, it just like takes me back home Nostalgia. and reminds me of home. Wow. So great. Love you just it. sit there sniffing yes. the air and everyone's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in my own little world for like Your five own little seconds. bubble? Yeah. Take me back to my childhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, mine is very simple. It's any pine, pine smell, any pine smell or any like cologne smell. Okay. Okay. Like, um, so trees and boys, trees and boys. (laughs) My priorities, everyone (laughs) has been just trees and boys. Uh, (laughs) um, I, I prefer mahogany teakwood from, uh, that's very specific. specific. Yeah. No. So like just in case if (laughs) anyone has issues getting me things. Right. Wink, wink, hint, hint. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I have like two of those things, those plug in in the mm-hmm. walls, and I've used both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making this house a home. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks so much for being here. I'm so happy that we can come on here and talk about dwelling. For sure. Um, so last week. Jonathan and I talked about the importance of interpretation, Mm. not just reading, but also understanding what you're reading. And the next step in the abide method is dwelling. And that's just a fancy way of saying meditation. Um, The importance of meditation is that when you are reading something and understanding it, being able to let it sink into your heart through meditation and thinking on it, Mm. um, that's where God does some of his best work. And so my first question to y'all is just, why is it important to meditate and dwell on what you're reading? So to me, um, dwelling is really, really important um, because you need to know like what this is saying. Like it really mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, when you read the Bible and you're in a hurry or you don't focus on what you've read, um, I feel like it can be really almost useless 
Um, because at that point you're just kind of reading to read. Mm. And when we're reading the Bible, we're reading the words of our Lord and savior. Mm -hmm. Like this is his love letter to us. Mm -hmm. And it's important to take your time. And when you dwell, it really allows you to digest what you've read, um, to understand what the text means and also how it can be applied to you in Mm. your life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wrote, um, something similar, um, to, today's society america like we're always so like dead set on what's the next thing that's going to happen what's the next thing and we're always going so fast that um things seem things that are slow seem um to be foreign to us and we don't really know how to do it Mm. like now people can't even read full books because we're Mm. just used to getting like little stories on our phone Mm. so um it's really important because we're constantly running on those fumes to like push us through the next day and this is like a time that kind of forces you to just stop and think and you don't even like get that much in your day. There's no class that you're gonna take or job you're gonna have that just, it tells you to just sit down and think. Mm. And so when you go through <clears throat> um, dwelling, it actually gives you time to just stop there. And like you have like a designated time to stop and think. And I think that's what we all need. Yeah, especially when we're easily distracted. Absolutely. <laughs> Coming to my house. <laughs> I'm reminded of this quote by uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, and he says, you become what you think about all day long. Mm. Um, Something that Chris always harps on with our students is that what you think about affects your emotions and how you feel, and your emotions will affect what you do. Part of that is just sitting and meditating on the truths of Mm -hmm. God and who he is and letting him reveal so much more to you. I think that's so important because, of course, we want to know more about God, right? But it's our knowledge is really not going to get us anywhere unless we let it sink into our heart and begin to transform our heart to want him more and desire him more. And that's what meditation does. It brings about delight within you for the Lord. And the more we think about what we're reading, the more revelations God brings to us. Mm-hmm. A quote from my personal favorite theologian and author, A.W. Tozer, is what comes to our mind when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And so if we don't think about God, then how can we know him more? And if we don't get to know him more, then we are not only limiting our intimacy with him, but we're limiting our joy and we're limiting our peace and we're essentially limiting our lifeline. Um, And we don't want to do that, right? We want as much joy and life as possible. And so meditation really helps to bridge that gap between these are just words on a page to this is actually transforming my life. So we get the concept of meditation from the Bible itself. Mm. There's so (laughs) many Bible verses out there that talk about meditation and its importance. What are some of the ones that really resonate with y'all? So I have two specific Bible verses that um, really stuck with me. The first one is Joshua 1.8, mm. and it says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Mm. Then you will be prosperous and successful. And then the second one is from Psalm 1.2, and it says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Mm. And so both of these verses, it 
just clearly lays out uh-huh. meditation on the Lord's word is really important. Um, but I also do want to point out that these two verses can kind of be misinterpreted sometimes and people can take these in a way of like, Oh, if I meditate, then I will be blessed. <laughs> that is the only thing I have to do. And if I mm. meditate on this, the Lord is going to bless me immensely. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, that is true, but that can also be really dangerous in the context of the prosperity gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not really what these verses are, are about. Um, it's about reading the word, meditating on it and mm. just knowing and getting more intimate with the Lord. Right. The blessing isn't anything that God can Absolutely. give you. The blessing is God himself. Absolutely. Exactly. And like also it's important to note that the success of this life is very different than True. success in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. So because like when we when we think, oh, we're going to be blessed, like we immediately think of material things. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like we get God and that's, yeah. more, that's than more than, than any could material. ever need. Mm-hmm. Ever need. Gosh. True. Uh, my verse was in Philippians and one of my favorite books. And it was Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Mm. And um, I really like this verse um, because we're like what you said, like we're really encouraged to fill our minds with um, worship of God and like also like serving others. Because I feel like once we point out these like this is whatever is lovely, commendable, excellent in um, God's eyes, if we're to think about those things, if we're thinking about um, things and you said, what you think about is what you become. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking of God who is lovely and commendable and excellent, mm-hmm. like that's going to be your way to God's like in God's view of success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It goes back to the point of Bible reading is life transformation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what you think on has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down an attitude of thanksgiving contributes towards inner peace. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's exactly what God is. It's like where we really find um, that inner peace. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're always thinking and dwelling and meditating on um, thanksgiving, like things like that, it's really hard to be in a negative mindset mm-hmm. whenever <laughs> you're constantly looking for good things in your life instead of negative things in your life. Honestly, that goes back to just making disciples in your own life and mm-hmm. sharing about what you're dwelling on will help other people in Absolutely. their faith as well. Yeah. I had some of the same verses. Philippians 4, 8 really just gives us that command to meditate on scripture. And when you think of command, you know, I think a lot of times that can be a harsh connotation. Mm-hmm. Um, but really thinking about the things of God is the most joyful thing we can think about, Oof. you know, and um, we see that all throughout scripture, Psalms, Mm -hmm. literally the entirety of Psalms. Yes. Just pick a Psalm. (laughs) Pick a Psalm and go with it. (laughs) Psalm 49 verse three Mm -hmm. says, my mouth shall speak wisdom. The meditation of my heart shall be understanding. And this really hits at the heart of meditation brings deeper understanding and insight into the things of God. When we are not understanding something, especially when it's a hard passage that you're reading, when you actually sit there and think about it, over a longer period of time, God is going to reveal so much more understanding into that passage than if you were to just say, I don't understand this, but I guess I'm just not going to understand it. Okay. I'm going to skip over it now and just go to what I can't understand. When you do that, you're limiting your knowledge of not only God and the Bible, but you're also limiting your intimacy with the Lord. You can only go so far if you're not willing to go deeper. 
the more you know about God, the more you fall in love with him. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, most of us being in college right now, um, like we do this with our classes. Like if we don't understand something, we have to (laughs) find someone to help us understand it. (laughs) Because if you don't understand it and you don't pass that test, you're not going to pass that class. Mm -hmm. So if we do that with school, why aren't we doing that? Mm-hmm. with For God's sure. word. Yeah. We want that quick fix. We yeah. want the, I just want to know the answers. And that's why like, if you have never really needed to study for school very much in high school, then you get to college and you're like, oh, I don't know much. Like, I'll try studying. And you're like, no, this is not for me. And because it's usually you don't have that endurance. And yeah. that's really what we need with reading the Bible too. Once we have endurance, we can really um, get to bask more in God's love. Yeah. I also think kind of going off of your analogy to school and studying for school, the reason why you study for your test is so that you can know the material because you're learning about things that probably will be important to know for the rest of your life and whatever career you go down. Right. The same is true for the Bible. We're learning things Mm -hmm. about an eternal God who we will spend eternity with. And so the more that we can learn about him, the greater intimacy we'll have, not just now, but also forever, forever with the Lord. You're never going to be like, oh, I. this sucks that I got so close to God. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have dwelled a little <laughs> less. <laughs> you know, I dwelled a little too much today. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know more of like when you haven't dwelled enough. Yeah. You're like, for me, my my um, fuse gets really short mm-hmm. if I'm not dwelling enough. I'm consistently mad because I haven't dwelled and I haven't really thought about the attributes of God enough. Then that's what I want to see in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm like consistently thinking about other things that aren't of him. Mm-hmm. And then, But if you are, you can notice a difference in your behavior. Like yeah. you for sure can. Yeah, for sure. Another psalm that I have written down is Psalm 104.34. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that one of yours, Maddie? Yes. <laughs> I brought two and you said the two, which means they're good, I guess. I did good. <laughs> hey, I have Psalm 49.3 written down, okay? Okay, listen. <laughs> I'm good, too. No, no, no. I'm good because we did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Paige, hype me up. She literally but just said no. Psalm 49.3, no. too. No, 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 yeah. no. Listen, but it's different over here. No, no, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wrong. Like a little, if you squint. <laughs> if you squint. <laughs> if you squint, it's different. Maddie, do you want to share Psalm 104.34 with us? Psalms 104.34, may my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. And it's exactly what you talked about earlier, having just another way to love God and rejoice in God. And when you're focusing on nothing but God, it's almost like you're still focusing on your entire world, Mm. if that makes sense. So it's like you're still... That was deep. (laughs) Full name, man. That really hit me. She really did give me my full name. (laughs) You're going to hit me with that middle name soon. (laughs) You gave me chills. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, Eddie. <laughs> okay. Um, but basically, once you the once you start, it can be kind of uncomfortable. Because, like, when we did one on our leadership retreat, I was like, yeah. this is you're not hilarious. <laughs> like, I, exactly. I had no endurance for, like, just thinking about God. And I'm like, yeah. but I love God. I should be able to think about him all the time. Yeah. And once you start getting into... Um, meditation with God like you can do it for quite a while Mm -hmm. because then like the more like we talked about the more knowledge the more knowledge you're like oh but this reminds me of this amazing thing about God Mm -hmm. exactly so you're gonna be in meditation for a while if you know a lot yeah yeah so maybe if your meditation's small you just maybe have to learn a little bit more and that's okay and that's okay that's on growth that's on and that's on growth (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think it also shows that God delights in those who delight in him through meditation 
Absolutely. Yeah. Snaps. And I think that just gets at the heart of this relationship that we have with the God of the universe. Yeah. You know, it's not just for us to delight in him, but it's him delighting in us. I mean, it's him delighting in us and loving us first. Yeah. Oof. Right. And he wants us to experience that same delight. Mm. Um, And he loves to reveal more beauties of his character to us. And honestly, some of the ways, the best ways that that happens is just when we are sitting there on a tangent in our own mind, just going down one rabbit hole after the other. And then all of a sudden something comes up and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a revelation. It's a light bulb moment. And you just know more about the sweet, like goodness of our Lord. And like, how comforting is that to know that like we have a creator who doesn't just brush us off to the side. Mm. Ooh. Like mm. he loves us. Yeah. And he cares for us. That segues <laughs> into m- the last verse that I'll share. Yeah. Um, Proverbs 4, mm. 20 through 22. Did either of you write this down? I did not. I did not. Good job. Mm. Go Laura. Oh, original. Go Laura. <laughs> uh, she got it. Um, so Proverbs 4 says, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. I literally have chills right now. So do I. That (laughs) is amazing. Right? Because what this is saying is that God's words give literal life and healing to those who not only hear them, but those who dwell and meditate Mm. and think about them and let them transform their hearts and their lives. That's amazing. Just let's just sit and meditate on that. Hey, let's just dwell for a second. (laughs) Let's just dwell. Just for a few seconds. Let's just dwell. How do y'all feel about that? (laughs) How does that mean? How does that mean? That's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) But for real, I think we've really hit on the biblical aspect of meditation and dwelling. So the last point that I'll make for um, just why is this important? is because it gives you time to wrestle with hard truths. Because mm. we all know the Bible has a lot of those. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And when you just brush over the hard things or brush over the confusing things, that doesn't get you anywhere. It mm-hmm. does not. Conviction, <gasps> no matter she how painful it. it is, she she said it. is it's right there. beneficial. Absolutely. <laughs> they just sing through their conviction. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, when I'm actually musical con- about when it. I'm actually convicted, I'm crying. There's no singing. <laughs> but but for real, sitting in those things yeah. is very so uncomfortable. Ooh. But it's so, so important yeah. and it leads to true life and it yeah. leads to healing. You know, I I always think of um the analogy of you know when you get wounded Mm -hmm. um people like when you get a scrape or something you don't necessarily want to sit there and like clean it um but because it's it's painful right Right. but when you clean it that's ultimately what leads to it healing and that's conviction that's conviction in the christian Mm -hmm. life we don't want to face these things we don't want to face these hard truths but like we have to. We're gonna. Yeah. You said it's about like spiritual transformation and that's what mm. conviction does. Yeah. yeah. Like there are things that I've, I haven't been convicted about in so long because I'm like, oh, it's almost like mm. I actually sat and thought about it for a <laughs> while. <laughs> so, and, and it's really cool um, to see that in, if you're 
talking about with someone else as well. It's mm-hmm. just like, hey, like this is what's on my mind. Like, can we just talk about this for a second? Mm-hmm. And like having those conversations as well. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of like a part of dwelling. You're like, how do I understand this better? Right. How do like how can I let it in my heart better? Right. Well, kind of like you said, the more that you think about those things, the more that you confront them and deal with them, the less you'll have to confront them and deal with them. Like you're going to have less things off your list (laughs) if you just do it. So just do it. Just so just do it. Just do it. Just (laughs) list all your sins down. Write them down. (laughs) Cross them them off off one by one. (laughs) I think I've dwelled enough on that one. (laughs) No, we've dwelled, Jesus. We're not. We're done. Thanks, though. So what does dwelling and meditation look like for you personally? So for me, usually when I read a passage of scripture, um, there's usually always one to two verses that really stick out to me and most of the time honestly convict me of something. Um, Speaking of conviction. (laughs) um, So usually whenever I read those verses, um, I'll write them down in my journal And instead of just reading them once and then going about my day, um, here we go. We meditate (laughs) and we read them over and over again. Um, Because then um, when you read those verses and you just sit on them, um, it helps me figure out where in my life um, I can change to better follow what that scripture is saying. Meditation leads to the application part. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, for me, sometimes it's not even like a conviction. Sometimes it can be a scripture that just shows who God is mm. and what he's done for us. And maybe I've forgotten about that with mm. everything going on. Oof. And that can be a really great reminder, <coughs> um, that we have like new mercies every day mm. and maybe yeah. I've been struggling with that. And so if that's something I'm dwelling on whenever I'm going throughout my day and I feel like I'm messing up. I'm reminded, oh, you know what I read this morning? That God has grace Mm. and he forgives us. That's sweet. And it can just be a really good reminder about who God is and what he does for us. For sure. Like that tangible, like Mm. it's like the Bible, like in his words almost are tangible. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you carry them around with you once you like, you're like, oh, I read that. I have that in my back pocket. Mm -hmm. I don't have to think. I'm like, what does God feel about this? Because it's like, once you know, yeah, he already tells us what he knows. And so once we know those things as well, like, Mm -hmm. um, like you said, that's when the application starts. Yeah. God's characteristics and his attributes are some of the Whoa. best things to meditate on. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, I said this earlier with Kayla, but um, they're specifically what I look for when I read. But they're also my favorite thing to dwell on. Yeah. Because I think that's, I mean, it's also, it seems not easy, but it makes more sense when you dwell on those things because you're like, you're trying to become those things. Mm-hmm. So if I, like you said, like if I have an issue with um, mercy, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. God's got a lot of things to say about yeah. that. And it's like when I when you're really dwelling into it, you're how could you think about being merciful for 30 minutes and go out and not and be, not be mm. merciful yourself? Like there's no way. Yeah. yeah. Because what you think about is what you become. Period. And that's on growth. That's on growth. <laughs> Full circle. Um so for me, uh, there are more like steps that I have to follow in order to dwell because mm-hmm. dwelling is the hardest part of the abide method for me. Um, cause, cause you're a type seven <laughs> because I cannot sit still to save my life. Literally. <laughs> so these are just very tactical things, um, that I have to remember. So for me, 
um, I have to physically go outside and without my phone. Mm. And so I also take off my Apple Watch as well because it gives me notifications and I get FOMO. So I leave. Really big distraction. Very, very, very big. Yeah. And because it's buzzing on your wrist. Yeah. And like it literally is telling you to look at me. Your and automatic was, reaction is to, is just, to just look. look at it. It's literally just And that look. doesn't seem dangerous. But it but is. But it is dangerous. Because then you're like, oh, okay, but I'm just going to go grab my phone right. real quick. And you're like, that was the whole point of coming outside, Madeline. <laughs> so um, I'll start out outside. Um, and then also, so without those distractions, but then also starting um, with prayer because prayer sets the pace. And prayer to me is very similar to dwelling in the sense of like, you just have to sit there and it can be hard. Mm-hmm. And um, But once you do it, you feel so much better. Mm-hmm. And so um, starting everything with prayer and maybe sometimes like I get distracted and and have to repray during my (laughs) devotion time because I'm like okay I want to start again and like I really want to get a lot out of this um and then another thing to help me dwell is to actually actually very intentionally read what I've what I'm reading that day so if I actually grasp what I'm reading I can dwell on things so much better mm-hmm. like if I have questions that need to be answered and like figure out how to answer them then I'm like okay I found out another truth about God that I get to dwell in mm-hmm. and so it's almost like if you dwell with kind of nothing to dwell on what what are you doing what are you doing, are you doing? because um because that's how I feel like if you like read something you're like oh I didn't get anything out of it but I'm going to try to dwell dwelling <laughs> is not going to work very yeah. well mm-hmm. if you don't un- quite understand what yeah. you just read that's why the interpretation yeah. stage is before the dwelling yes. stage exactly <laughs> exactly because once you're finished interpreting you're like oh this is easy to think about because yeah. I've got a lot of things going on in my head right now because mm-hmm. I think ap- after interpretation you naturally think about it yeah. like you're actually like hmm this isn't because to interpret you have to think about it right so i mean that makes you know it's almost like watching a movie like when you watch a movie your first reaction after the movie is not to be like okay bye yes that's so true watch a movie one of the first things that we do is we talk about we talk for at least 30 minutes Mm -hmm. about what happened yeah and the same thing kind of goes for dwelling like when you read something Mm -hmm. your first reaction shouldn't be okay i'm gonna go about my day yes like you need to have a conversation with yourself mm-hmm. about what you just read mm-hmm. and what that means for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that analogy. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really good. Cause Thank we you. also yeah. talk about movies all the time. You can uh, <laughs> trademark me on that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> y'all are hashtag welcome. <laughs> hashtag you're welcome. Hashtag you're welcome. <laughs> I know some people who like will put a Bible verse that they're trying to memorize as like their phone background saver yeah i've seen that it helps mm-hmm. people just the more you see it the more that you're thinking about it throughout the day yeah. yeah which i think is also important you know dwelling within the time that you're abiding in like your own quiet time is super important but also being able to take that and transfer it to the rest of your day and not just have it be in this hour time that you're giving to the lord but also throughout mm-hmm. your day it helps yeah. you as well yeah so what advice, kind of going off of the fact that Maddie cannot sit still, <laughs> um, what advice would you give to someone who just is having a hard time dwelling? First of all, I get you in your ballot. <laughs> um, so what I do, and this um, also helps really command my attention, um, but I read the text out loud. So first of all, you're not, you have to have your, you can't like read a text message and be reading the Bible out loud. So it kind of forces you to do it. Um, and so, um, 
we tend to, as we're reading the Bible, you don't notice it until you actually start reading it out loud, but we tend to skip over a lot of words, a lot of important themes, words, and um, obviously if it's in the Bible, then it's something we need to pay attention to. So as we're reading, you can like slowly read it and things, but once you read out loud, like a lot of stuff gets pulled out of it um, and it gives us um, an emphasis and more of an understanding because you're like I'm reading this out loud like of like you your attention has to be on it and Mm -hmm. so once you are able to pull more out like I talked about earlier you're able to pull so much more out because you're like oh I don't even know what that word meant and so once you you're like okay maybe I wasn't able to pronounce that word obviously probably might not know what it means so once you have that understanding you're like okay what's that word figure out what the word is and then you're like wow this is this grows my love for God so much more than it would Mm -hmm. and um sometimes reading out loud does that for me it was like oh okay like I literally didn't even see that word because I was just trying to speed read and get like just check it off my list for that day but like once you start to slow down um it really makes a difference Mm -hmm. and I really love that you mentioned like reading it out loud because when you are just reading it on the page, you're only using one of your senses. You're just using your sight. Um, but when you read it out loud, you're involving, um, you're saying it and you're hearing it as well. Mm. And whenever you start involving more of those senses, um, the more emphasis it's going to have, the more you're mm. going to remember it um, and the more it's going to like make sense to you. At least that's how it is for me. Like when no, I'm for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. It also gives this um impression of you're giving your all to the lord mm. you know you're coming to the lord with everything that you Literally have everything having all of your senses be present all of who you are be present with the lord yeah. yeah and if yeah if that means like going on your porch if that means like getting out of where you are if that means you have to be in bed to be comfortable like anything that works and can actually like give you more attention mm. is i think blesses blesses mm-hmm. it even more because yeah. you're using everything and like what Chris would say about like trying to read your Bible in the mornings because you can give everything, mm-hmm. not just what's left. And I think the same things with dwell. Like if, um, if you're giving like just your eyes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe you need to give your voice too, because mm-hmm. you need to give everything you can while you have it. Yeah. I think for me, um, any advice that I would give to someone who would have a hard time dwelling, um, is just write it down on a sticky note or a piece of paper And I would say put it somewhere where you're going to see it multiple times a day. And maybe it it could even be what you said, like put it as a screensaver Mm -hmm. on your phone. Because we all know that we have our phones on us (laughs) Mm 24-7. So when you're seeing that verse or verses or concept or attribute of God, something that you're dwelling on, when you see it multiple times a day, then it reminds you to dwell on it multiple times Mm -hmm. a day. And it's not just a one and done, oh, I dwelt on it this morning Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to think about it again again for the rest of the day. Um, So I would say like write it down. But you could also, maybe if the screensaver doesn't work or something like that, you could set an alarm on your phone Mm -hmm. and um, it could just be like a little reminder to stop and pray and uh, just dwell and meditate back on what you read mm. that morning or the night before or anything like that. Yeah, I love that. Anything to help you yeah. remember to go yeah. back to what you were reading and the truths that God was revealing to you. Because yeah. it is true, um, th- your time with the Lord isn't just for one hour a d- mm-hmm. or less than an hour a day. It's for your entire day. Um, and oftentimes we get so busy mm-hmm. that we forget that. And it's easy to forget what we read mm-hmm. um, if we're not constantly coming back to it. Yeah. I think yeah. that's one of the devil's like greatest yeah. 
schemes that he got us in. Mm-hmm. It's just being so busy Oof. that we feel like we don't have time for the Lord. Mm. And like one really good thing that we've talked about in R242 is um, not trying to put Jesus in your schedule, but making your schedule around Jesus. Mm. Yeah. For me, I find it as like, I don't really have much free time. So like when I do, I find it as my free time. Mm. So it's like, I, cause I see so much like, grace and love when I do my devotional so it's like when I don't have it you can tell Mm -hmm. you can definitely tell that like I don't have as much mercy I don't have as much grace and um but once you get back into it it's just like dwelling it's just um reminding yourself of the truths of God and like how you want to be more like Jesus every single day like more Mm -hmm. so than you were yesterday Mm -hmm. and the more you're doing that the more that you're gonna reach your goals honestly yeah I love it I think the last piece of advice that I would give is just to talk about what you're learning with someone else. And y'all kind of touched on that earlier. Um, Not only is this helpful for you to process through your thoughts and what God's teaching you, it's also beneficial for the person you're talking to as Mm -hmm. well. They get to see more intricacies of the Lord as well in that process. It also helps stir your delight in God when you get to talk about it with someone and you like hype each other up and you're like hyping God up. And it's just like every conversation we've ever had ever. (laughs) We just feed off of each other. And we're like, yes, yes, you're doing great. This is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) It's beautiful. Is there anything else that y'all would like to share that we haven't talked about? Um, I just wanted to say that like for me personally, I always had a really hard time reading my Bible when I first became a Christian mm-hmm. because I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And um, the abide method has really helped me. Um, but like the dwelling part specifically, I was never taught. Mm. Like I was Ooh. taught to read mm-hmm. and try and interpret and stuff like that. But I was never taught to dwell. Mm. And so I feel like mm. for a lot of people, dwelling can be something like really foreign. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be really weird the first yeah, time when you're sure. starting it. But I feel like it's really, really, really important. And it's something that we should all be doing. Mm. Um, and it's really like rewarding. Because mm-hmm. you see end. a difference yeah. fast. Yeah. Like that day, mm-hmm. you'll definitely see fruits of yeah. it. So yeah. I would just encourage like if you haven't ever learned about dwelling or meditation before, mm-hmm. like really dig in and yeah. and give it a shot because it's really worth it. Yeah. That kind of gets at the heart of why we created the abide method yeah. is because there's a lot of other Bible reading methods and tools out there that you can use, but they normally don't have the meditation mm-hmm. step in it. It's like, okay, you read, you interpret, you apply, and then you pray. Right. And while those are all very important aspects, I think that they miss one of the most important aspects of reading your Bible is a dwelling part. So I'm glad that it's helped you. It has. It's been amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm on the exact same boat as you. Like I was never taught to just sit there with Jesus. Like I'm like, I know prayer. I don't know what Mm -hmm. this meditation thing Mm is. And um, like going back um, on like having, talking with people, like my like last comments would be um like making sure that you have that christian community to talk mm-hmm. about it with like it, it is super important to talk with non-believers about like what you're learning or just because like obviously if you love god so much you're probably just gonna be telling anyone mm-hmm. um but like when you want to like dwell and you want to find new truths about god it's really important to be with other believers because they're gonna be like yes and there's also this or yeah. like encourage you to even go deeper yeah. or to like really um congratulate you and champion champion you on to the next step because mm. like 
you know, someone that really doesn't know, they're like, okay, that's really good for you. But like, if, if I'm coming to Paige, I'm like, Paige, I learned this thing, which has happened multiple times. <laughs> um, like, Hey Paige, like I'm learning this thing. Like, can I just talk about it? And she's like, yes, definitely. And then she's like, Maddie, like, this is like, I get to see God in a new way. And it's like the same thing. I'm like, Paige, I never would have thought mm. to apply that. Like, mm. thank you. And like, yeah. it turns into a conversation and it's like, it's, it goes from dwell to like some, something so much even deeper. Yeah. Cause like something that I've always been told is like, obviously everybody has their own life story and through that, everybody kind of sees a different glimpse of God. Oh, And so when I come to you and I'm like, Hey Maddie, guess what? Like I learned today, guess what I'm dwelling on? Like when I tell you that maybe that's something, a piece of God that you haven't seen yet or you haven't recognized yet. Mm -hmm. And like there again, like you're getting more intimate with God and you're learning more about him through dwelling yeah because like we all go through different parts of the day you're like oh i need mercy in this specific area of my life and if you're dealing with something i haven't yet i'm like oh like mm-hmm. and sometimes it's really useful like to think about other people's testimonies mm-hmm. and be like oh my gosh like i didn't think i'd be struggling with this but now i am mm-hmm. and it's like so like amazing that other people have actually like they've dwelt on their convictions mm-hmm. and so then they have come to talk about it and that helps me mm-hmm. like and so the same thing yeah dwelling is man chef's kiss chef's kiss (laughs) fantastic i love it well i've really enjoyed this conversation thanks so much for being on the podcast this week guys Mm, thank you for having us laura of course so much fun fun. we did good look we finished each other's sentences wow Uh i knew it would happen (laughs) wow I absolutely love hanging out with Maddie and Paige because they're literally just the best humans on the planet. Go out there and get yourself a best friend like Maddie and Paige. Well, not to dampen the mood, but I do have some sad news for y'all. Next week is the last week of this season's Abide podcast. So make sure to tune in for my conversation with the last senior on our leadership team, Micah Yohi as we talk about how to put what you're reading and learning and dwelling on into practice. Thanks for being here, and I'll see y'all next Monday for the very last time in 2020.